Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the United States of America. The phone number, if you want to be on the program, 877-973-7425. As always, text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777 if you want to be on the program. All right. About last night, let's just dive in. And first, ha-ha. I bet if you're a Trump supporter, you already see that he's going to throw Trump under the bus. And if you don't like Trump, you said, hey, it was all Trump's fault. Let's tune into Erickson, throw Trump under the bus. Wrong. He didn't have a ton to do with it. Now, I know if you don't like Donald Trump, if you're a DeSantis fan in particular, you're out there saying, oh, this is all Donald Trump. This is all Donald Trump. Not really. If you do like Donald Trump, you say, ah, it's Mitch McConnell. is everybody but Trump. Not really. It's a little more complex than that. This is why you tune in here. Now, for those of you who are new to the program, you should know in my prior life, I ran campaigns. I was a uh, lawyer for President Bush's campaign. I've uh, managed campaigns. I've been a consultant on campaigns, federal, state, and local. I've actually got a very good win record. I've won way more than I've lost in campaigns. And what I have learned over time is that uh, the when you have someone whose after-action analysis confirms all of their prior biases, you've probably got someone who analyzed it the wrong way. You all know I'm not a fan of Trump's. He's not to blame at all for what happened last night. There are places he helped. There are places he cost some seats. But there are places he helped. Let, let's let's dive into what happened because I have an overarching theory on the GOP, and it, it, it's foreboding for the GOP, frankly. Because I think what we saw last night was the death of the National Republican Party as a whole. And I'll explain that to you. So let, let, let's, let's start with the Trump factor. There are parts of this country where you're not going to win unless you are supported by Donald Trump or a Trump candidate. We forget Jeff Landry won. Jeff Landry is the governor-elect of Louisiana. Now, he would have had a runoff election last night, except Louisiana is Louisiana, does things differently. The Louisiana general election was in September. It's a jungle primary, meaning all the Republicans and all the Democrats pile on together. And the top two vote-getters would be last night. Except Jeff Landry blew it out of the water in September. He got over 50%, and he was explicitly identified as Trump's guy. He had Trump's support. He made sure everybody knew he was Trump's guy, and he won. You can't say Donald Trump cost people this seat when John Bell Edwards, the incumbent Democrat, ran his entire machine to help the Democrat, and the Democrat got blown out of the water by Jeff Landry, the Trump-supporting Republican. Look at Mississippi. Tate Reeves wrapped himself in the banner of Donald Trump. 
Tate Reeves nearly went into a runoff. He ran a bad campaign. What saved Tate Reed was the Trump label. When he ran the first time, he was not an explicitly tr- pro-Trump candidate. He ran as his own man. This time, everybody hated his own man. He ran as Trump's guy, and it saved him more likely than not. It did not generate uh, enough antagonism with Democrats to go out and toss him. And it actually pulled some Republicans to go vote for him who otherwise don't like him. And, and well, they, they wanted to support Trump's guy, so they went to vote for him. Now, contrast that with Kentucky and Daniel Cameron. This one's kind of funny. In Kentucky. In Kentucky, Daniel Cameron lost the governor's race. I will tell you I'm convinced there were some white voters in Kentucky who wouldn't vote for Daniel Cameron because he's black. And there is a percentage point or so there that he lost because of his race. His campaign team thinks so as well. People on the outside, even some Democrats, think so as well. But Daniel Cameron did lose by being Trump's guy. Now, wait, 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 wait. You got to hear me out on this one. This is a little more complex. This isn't anti-Trump. The Trump team, by the way, they're blasting Mitch McConnell saying, oh, he was Mitch McConnell's guy. That's why he lost. Trump on Saturday actually sent out a message to his supporters saying, hey, Daniel Cameron's my guy. He's not Mitch McConnell's guy. I want you to support him. He's my guy. Today, Donald Trump is sending a message saying, oh, he lost because he was Mitch McConnell's guy. It's all Mitch McConnell's fault. That's not actually true. And you know how I know it's not true is Jonathan Schell won. Who is Jonathan Schell? Jonathan Chell is Mitch McConnell's campaign chairman and longtime aide who had a well-funded Democrat running against him for secretary of or commissioner of agriculture in Kentucky, and he won. If you were going to vote against Daniel Cameron because he was a one-time McConnell protege, you're sure as hell going to vote against Jonathan Chell because Jonathan Chell was actually Mitch McConnell's aide and campaign chairman. But that didn't happen. In fact, the Republican who won did the best was the Republican Secretary of State candidate who explicitly ran on the 2020 election was not stolen. A defense of the 2020 election, and he won. He, he blew Daniel Cameron out of the water. What's the Trump angle with Cameron? It's not because people hated Donald Trump. It's this. Cameron did not run as Daniel Cameron, attorney general, going to make Kentucky safe. That was part of his message, and if you're a Daniel Cameron supporter, you're going to say, that's what he ran on, That's what, but he didn't really. Daniel Cameron constantly wrapped himself in the, the blanket of Donald Trump. He even attacked Ron DeSantis more than once on the campaign trail for not being sufficiently deferential to Donald Trump, and that's Daniel Cameron's problem. Daniel Cameron did not run as Daniel Cameron. He ran as Donald Trump's candidate. Nobody knew who Daniel Cameron was as a gubernatorial candidate. They just knew he wanted to be the second coming of Donald Trump, but black. And it didn't work for him. It alienated suburban voters in the uh, Lexington and Louisville area, particularly the Louisville area. It did not, being Donald Trump's guy, did not stimulate a massive groundswell of support in rural parts of Kentucky. And in Kentucky, you've got a governor who had a 60% approval rating, Andy Bashir. Andy Bashir, Democrat, the people liked him. They liked the Bashir family. They liked his dad as governor. They like Andy as governor. So Daniel Cameron had an uphill battle. And instead of running as Daniel Cameron, he ran as Donald Trump's guy. That's not Donald Trump's fault. That's Daniel Cameron's fault. Daniel Cameron did not run as his own man. 
The other Republican candidates running statewide, they ran as their own man. In fact, none of them were supported by Trump. None of them mentioned Trump. None of them cheered on Trump. None of them were endorsed by Trump. They didn't endorse Trump. They ran as their own guy. I'm running for Secretary of State. Here I am. Here's what I believe. I'm running for Attorney General. Here I am. This is what I believe. I'm running for Commissioner of Agriculture. Here I am. This is what I believe. They ran as themselves as their own men. Trump had nothing to do with any of that. And then there's Virginia. The Virginia is kind of the heartbreaking one. Because in Virginia, the Republicans were very close, but they had a very unfavorable redistricting map, and they did everything right. Glenn Youngkin and the Republicans in Virginia did everything right. But it wasn't a brutal beatdown. The... Democrats controlled the House of Delegates until two years ago. The Republicans got a two-seat majority. It's flipped back after redistricting to a two-seat Democrat majority. In uh, the last time there was an election for the state Senate, the Democrats won. They've held it. Republicans picked up a couple of seats. They lost a couple of seats. Democrats picked up a couple of seats. They lost a couple of seats. The Porn Star lost. What the Democrats did do, however, in Virginia, in the suburbs, particularly the Washington and Richmond suburbs, is they ran very heavily on the issue of abortion and the issue that the Trump that, that all these Republicans were MAGA candidates. They were Trump candidates. They were a threat to democracy. And in Virginia, in the suburbs, that mattered. And therein lies the ultimate problem for the GOP. Donald Trump helped Jeff Landry win in Louisiana, and Donald Trump helped Tate Reeves avoid a runoff in Mississippi. In in Kentucky, Donald Trump certainly cost Daniel Cameron some votes in the suburbs, but not enough for Daniel Cameron to really lose. Daniel Cameron lost because... He ran as Trump's guy. He didn't run as his own man. He didn't define himself. Nobody knew what Daniel Cameron stood for other than Trump. And that's Daniel Cameron's fault. That's not Trump's fault. Daniel Cameron ran a bad race. His consultants decided to take the he's MAGA shortcut without telling people what that actually meant. All they heard was MAGA, and it wasn't enough to drive people to go vote for him. And yes, he was black, and there were some voters who wouldn't vote for him because he was black. He could have offset that. But he chose to just say, hey, I'm Trump's guy. What do you stand for? I'm Trump's guy. What are you going to do as governor? I'm Trump's guy. That was Daniel Cameron's problem. He ran a bad campaign. Don't blame Trump for that. The larger issue, though, is that the Republican Party as a national party is now dead. The Republican Party is a series of regional parties and tribes with a lot of disparate ideas that don't that aren't compatible and they can't get along. There are parts of the country where you have to be very pro-Trump to win. And there are parts of the country where you have to run very far from Donald Trump to win. And the problem in those parts of the country is that to get through the primary, you have to be sufficiently loyal to Trump or the Republican base will reject you. So there's not a way to get a real moderate Republican or, or non-Trump conservative into the nomination for the party. And if they do, they're alienated by Trump supporters. But there's a bigger issue than all of that. The base of the Republican Party has been transformed as suburban whites have moved to the Democrats White working class voters have come into the Republican Party. 
white working class voters vote in presidential elections. They don't vote in off-year elections, particularly odd-numbered odd election years. They don't. They never have. They never have. White working class voters vote every four years in the presidential election, and they don't vote between. Suburban soccer moms who have to plan out their kids' entire day on the calendar every day and journal it and, and bookmark it and put it on their phone and write little sticky notes all over it, they show up and vote in every election, and they've moved Democrat. The Republican Party under Donald Trump has a more diverse coalition, but it's a coalition that votes less. It also gives less money. Republicans were outspent in Ohio. They were outspent in Kentucky. They were outspent in Mississippi. They were outspent in Virginia. They were outspent on the abortion issue. Republicans have to deal with the abortion issue. They can't run away from the abortion issue. Ann Coulter's out there in hysterics that pro-lifers are going to cost the GOP everything. You're going to see some Republicans suddenly become pro-choice. But this was a multifaceted election. Donald Trump cost the GOP votes in suburban Virginia. Donald Trump gained the GOP votes in parts of Mississippi and Louisiana. Donald Trump cost votes in the suburbs of Kentucky, but Daniel Cameron picked up votes by being tied to Trump in rural Kentucky. There just weren't enough to overcome the the other offsetting factors. It's way more multifaceted than blame Trump or it's not Trump. What the Republicans have to now realize is that they're a party that is deeply fractured and deeply regional, and there are parts of the country where Trump wins and parts of the country Trump loses. The downside for the GOP in a presidential election is that suburban parts of like Georgia and Arizona, uh, even in parts of Wisconsin, you're going to lose those suburbs with a guy like Trump. But You win in rural and and ex-urban areas of Pennsylvania, Erie County. You win in parts of Michigan. So you may gain those states. It, It realigns the Electoral College. There's no sure thing, though. Ultimately, what happened last night is it gave Joe Biden the excuse he needed to decide he's not going to step aside. Because all of the polling showed that Joe Biden was, he's not liked. Nobody likes Joe Biden, but despite nobody liking Joe Biden, Democrats won. And when you look at the partisan breakdown, is Trump a liability? There are portions of the country where he is, and Joe Biden thinks he can win those areas because of Trump. The problem for Joe Biden is there are parts of the country where Trump wins because of Joe Biden, and that includes the edges of Pennsylvania and the edges of Michigan that are swing states. So, In other words, you can't look at last night and project 2024. It's a different map, and it's a year, a presidential election, when the white working class turns out in force to win. So Trump could still win. The problem is that doesn't help any other Republican. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. 
day. You got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. They give you access to HR expertise and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. I want to take some phone calls, but I cannot yet because I have limited time. Um, So Seth, if you're listening down the line, I'm responding as well to your email. I do want to chat with you, but you got to be patient with me. Um, till we get back at the bottom of the hour. Now, uh, one last thing for you here that I think is is rather important to understand is Republicans, because of the fracturing of the party, the bulk of the base has made the man the cause. So, so Donald Trump is the cause for a lot of the base, and they'll only vote for Donald Trump, but other portions of the base, depending on the region of the country, will vote for anyone but Trump. With Democrats, it's the cause that's the candidate. So it doesn't matter who the actual person is, as long as they're committed to the Democrats' cause, they win. So you've got one party that makes a man the cause for or against. You've got another party that makes a cause the candidate. And that is more unifying for the Democrats than the GOP. Like, I know a lot of Republicans— who in the case of Biden versus Trump will sit it out and just say, I'm, I'm not voting. They would vote for any other Republican, but they're done with Trump. I know many more Republicans like that than I do, and I know plenty of Democrats, and, and they'll go for Biden. At the same time, I know a lot of Trump supporters who say it's either Trump or I'm staying home. So either way, the dynamic for the GOP is if it's not my guy, I'm leaving, or if it is that guy, I'm leaving. And with the Democrats, it's we want to beat the other side. We want power. Playing into all of this is is that polling that shows that a lot of Republican voters would rather someone who agrees with them than someone who can win. And they want 100% agreement, not 80% agreement. And that becomes part of the problem, which means the Republican Party is essentially as a national party dead right now. It can be revitalized, but it's essentially dead as a unifying national force. It's a regional force of variations. Now, speaking of a national force, Stamps.com is a national force and has been for 25 years in helping small businesses with the holiday season coming. If you're a small business and you got a lot of shipments due, you should consider Stamps.com. All you need is a computer and a printer. You need to get a little thermo printer that, that, like I've got that prints the labels, uh, the 4 by 6 labels, slap them on and go. They're even going to send you a free scale. It's a great product. They've been in the business for 25 years. I've used them for 20 years. You can, too. Save some money up to 84% off post office and UPS rates. You can even get them to come to you so you don't have to stand in line this holiday season. I mean, literally, you can. I did this yesterday. You can schedule pickup at your office. They come to you, pick up the packages. You never have to go stand in line. It's such a great deal. 
If you go to stamps.com right now and you click on the microphone, put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you'll get a, um, a limited time offer with free postage, a free digital scale, no long-term commitment, no contract. Save yourself some money. Skip the lines. Stamps.com. Click the microphone. Put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Save some money now. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson nationwide. I'm happy to take your phone calls at 877-973-7425. I, I got a very kind email during the break from Sarah who said she expected me to, to come in and, and throw everything at Donald Trump, and that's what she wanted, and she was a little bit disappointed in me, but then she got the point I was saying and thinks I'm probably right. I appreciate that. Um, I just the, – the, the guttural reaction to blame Trump or praise Trump for everything, it, it just it doesn't apply here. There are places where he costs us seats. There are places where he – he causes us to win and you got to be able and that's part of the problem I think with the GOP is is there's a lack of discernment for hey in this area of the country a Trump candidate works let's run them and in this area of the country a Trump candidate doesn't work so let's not run them and it, it's learning to nuance those matters greatly um, in order to be able to figure out where to go forward he he totally wins in parts of the country the problem for the GOP is that in, in a lot of the swingiest areas, those are suburban areas, and in those suburban areas, um, he doesn't necessarily help the GOP uh, as much as we probably would like for him to help the GOP. And that also matters in terms of the flow and, and the future. How do you build a coalition? There are some Trump supporters I know who believe that only Trump, for example, can win in 2024. I don't actually think that's the case. I, I think that if it's not him, uh, the coalition of the of the right changes. You get more suburban women, for example, willing to come back to the GOP. You get more upper income men willing to come back, uh, even as you may have white uh, blue collar voters at home. Uh, but with Trump, you get a bunch of blue-collar voters who do vote in presidential elections who can offset the women shifting to the Democrats. Now, uh, I want to go to the folds here. Seth, you're going to be up first. I, I Honestly, Seth had to ramble because my call screening program froze on me. But it's back up, so I can take your call. Welcome. Oh, hi, Eric. Uh, so I have uh, a couple of theories as to why the seemingly GOP-favorable polls in swing states like Nevada, Trump plus 10 with the CNN New York Times – don't really match up with the recent election results from the previous cycles and potentially future elections. And so, number one, Trump voters are not shy about their support, especially now, right. <laughs> and will uh, eagerly participate in polls. And the younger generations, which are a lot more liberal, do not really participate in those polls at the same rate, leading to a major Republican bias in the numbers. And then, and then number two, the more conservative older generations are dying off and being replaced by very politically active affluent liberal generations who are now becoming a majority in the pivotal suburbs. So those are my two theories. 
Yeah, look, I, I think that the, those matter greatly. And, you know, the research on uh, women, particularly married women, is they still tend to vote uh, predominantly for the Republicans. But young, white, single women are more and more a, a solid demographic for the Democrats. In fact, uh, the only polling demographic in the country that Joe Biden has locked in is young, white women who are single. Everybody else is kind of with it on. Uh, but but also, Seth, to your point, yeah, every Trump vote – so back in 2016, I knew a lot of people who would whisper they supported Donald Trump, but they wouldn't say it publicly. Now they're 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 loud and proud. They're they're in your face. They're they're voting for Donald Trump and they don't like you if you don't like him. Um and it's the it's the people who on the right in particular aren't fans of Trump who keep their mouths quiet, who keep their mouths shut. They'll whisper, I, I just can't vote for him, but they won't say it publicly. And so you do have polling offsets there. What we are seeing here, and it's giving the Democrats encouragement, is despite Joe Biden's really bad popularity that should translate into Democratic losses, it's not. The question is, can Biden himself translate into a win despite being that unpopular? Other Democrats are not being dragged down by him. My guess is yes. But let me let me and listen, feel free to disagree with me. I'm just telling you what I think. You all know my biases. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think Trump is fatal to the GOP in 2024, in large part because the working class turn out and the working class will black, white, Hispanic. They're going to go for Donald Trump. That helps Trump. The problem is for all the other Republicans. It's one thing to win the White House, but when the Democrats keep the Senate, maybe take back the House, he can't get anything done. He can't get judges. So you got to balance that out. How does this happen? Let, let's let's deal with the, the, the swingy states. Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin. I'm going to make Michigan a swing state, even though it's it's not really. It's it leans Democrat in Pennsylvania, which is still kind of Democrat. So right there, you got 77 Electoral College votes. If we lay out the map the way I think it is right now, Biden out of hand wins Hawaii, California, Oregon, Washington, New Mexico, Colorado, Minnesota, Illinois, Virginia, New York, D.C., Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and most of Maine. There's one uh, electoral college, uh, one congressional district. Trump, I think, wins. That leads, So that's put it, uh, and I know you can't keep up with that, but I'll just say Republicans start out 2024 with 235 Electoral College votes. Democrats start out with 226. That's 77 up for grabs. Biden and Trump are neck and neck in Georgia. I would slightly give it to Biden, and here's why. Because the predominant votes in 2024 will be suburban women and those suburban women in the metropolitan Atlanta area behave a lot like suburban women in other metropolitan areas, whether it's Louisville, Kentucky, or Richmond, Virginia, or Dallas, Texas, or Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and they have all shifted left when it's Trump. So that gives Biden 18. Arizona, that one goes Democrat in large part because the Republicans in Arizona have just destroyed themselves. Uh, the Republicans in Arizona, they went all in on Kerry Lake. They've broken themselves up, and moderate Republicans are all voting Democrat now as a result. That's 11 votes for 
um, the Democrats. However, however, Michigan is a state where the polling shows Joe Biden's actually tied with Donald Trump. But Joe Biden has problems with Michigan Muslim voters over Israel, and they're about 1% of the vote. Now, the Republicans got blown out to sea over Donald Trump in 2022. Every Republican who was sufficiently pro-Donald Trump got lost. And the Democrats, for the first time in 40 years, took over everything in Michigan. But because of Joe Biden's struggles in Michigan— I think that state could potentially lean towards Donald Trump, and that gives him 15 votes. Nevada, I actually think that probably the Democrats have such a lock on that state, it leans towards Joe Biden because Republicans have a real hard time. Although Joe Lombardo is the Republican governor one statewide, Republicans typically haven't done well. I think you're smart to just say that those those six votes go Democrat. So that leaves Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. If the Democrats were to win Pennsylvania, they win. If the Republicans win Pennsylvania, it's 269 to 259. They need one more vote. So then that goes to Wisconsin. And I think Republicans statewide, they've been losing there lately, but it's possible. So here's the problem for the Democrats in this scenario. In the Democrats... The working class is alienated. They don't like the wokes. That gives uh, swinginess to Wisconsin and to Pennsylvania. The Republicans, suburban voters, even in Wisconsin, remember, they they don't like Trump in the suburbs of Wisconsin. How do I know? Look at what happened in 2020 and 2022. So there's a flip there. This is, in other words, going to be a very close election. And it's probably going to come down to places like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, even more than Georgia. Which means if Trump's the nominee against Biden, I mean, no holes barred, both parties are going to spend enormous resources trying to win. Which then costs both sides Senate seats, except the Democrats have a bigger donor base. Because remember, Trump's blue-collar voters, they show up and they vote for him, but they don't give money. And the Democratic white Suburban voters, they write a lot of money. So the Republicans will be outspent when it comes to the Senate, and so they may not pick up the Senate seats they thought they could win in Pennsylvania and Montana, Arizona, and elsewhere. In other words, it's too close to call. So the question is, how do you make it more of a sure thing? And I would submit to you the way you do that is is you got to find a different candidate on both sides of the aisle. And that's not going to happen. So we're going to slug this out in 2024. And if Trump loses, he'll say it was stolen. And if he wins, that may cost the GOP more seats because of the money spent to get Trump. So you may not get the Senate. Here's the thing that I do know. In 2018, in 2020, in 2022, in 2019, in uh, 2023, the Republicans had branding issues in suburbia. And it's those regional factions that are costing the GOP nationally because there are Republican voters. Keep in mind, according to the Exodus, 13 percent of Republicans in 2022 voted Democrat because they wanted nothing to do with Trump style candidates. But the Trump base won't vote for any Republican who's not sufficiently pro-Trump. 
So it's the Republican Party itself costing itself victory because the Republican Party itself is divided against itself internally, and that's a problem. A house divided against itself cannot stand, according to Abe Lincoln. Well, Abe Lincoln's party is now divided against itself and cannot stand. That gives the Democrats an advantage, even in a bad economy, with Joe Biden at the top. Tom, you're going to be next on the show. Welcome. Hey, Eric. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good, good. I'm a little frustrated, and I kind of need you to help me understand this. Um, You know, I've listened to you all the time, and I was listening to you yesterday, and I was hearing about how it was a great campaign, the running in Virginia. The early voting was ahead of of where it is. The Democrats, everything was great, and everything's wonderful. And lo and behold, it comes to the actual day, and, you know, we, we lose. We lose a lot more than we thought we would do. You know, and there's other areas. 2022, same thing. We thought we were going to win, but it was down there. I will tell you, I am frustrated, and I don't know if I could believe anything with regards to polling anymore, because they've never been right, especially on the, on the Republican side. And my question is, is what do we need to do in order to get this polling to a point that you know, we don't go on these highs and lows of we're going to win and then we just get crushed. All right. And- so let, let, let me. OK, so first of all, let me explain my points yesterday in, in Virginia. Yeah, everything was going well. The Virginia Republicans actually were. Uh, like I said, they were only three points behind in early voting. Normally, they're 35 points behind. So they were doing very well with the early voting. They were getting their base out. The problem is the election day totals that they showed yesterday is the white working class voters in Virginia didn't show up. So the suburban white women who vote Democrat actually showed up at the polls yesterday. Uh, The white working class did not show up at the polls. That being said, what actually happened in Virginia? The Republicans lost two seats in the House uh, and they didn't take the Senate. So it was mostly status quo. So it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't what we hoped for. They had redistricting against them. But, yeah, Republicans mitigated the early voting in Virginia, which we need to do elsewhere. But the early, the, the same-day voting, the Republican coalition that we have now, didn't turn out that day. Now, as for I the— I think, Eric— my, Go ahead. My question is more about, about just polling in general. How do we get the accuracy up so that we can start believing? Okay. Because so, it, it just, it's just— We'll go back to 2022. The the Siena College poll, the the ABC poll, the Washington Post poll, the Wall Street Journal poll all showed what happened. Uh, It wasn't that the polling was bad. It's that we didn't believe the polling because there were so many Republican pollsters who were putting out crap polls and we believed them. Um, But they all the major media polls showed a big shift August, September, October, November that the Democrats were actually going to do better. Now, the Republican pollsters like Trafalgar, they put out really crap polls, and we thought, oh, Trafalgar was so good in, in 2016, we should believe them, and they were actually really bad. But the New York Times Siena poll was the most accurate pollster in 2022. It called it exactly what was going to happen, a narrow Republican win in the House and a Democratic win in the Senate. That was the Siena College poll. The Fox News poll showed the exact same thing, just just a, a little bit better for the Republicans in the House. But it's still not super reliable. You're right on that regard because people don't answer cell phones, particularly younger voters. They don't answer cell phones. So, again, you got to go with the average. And from here on out, I've started deleting the partisan polls from the averages, just taking the media polls. You can't say it was they, – they got it right in 2016 when Hillary won the popular vote. 
It was the Electoral College that was off in 2020. The pollster showed Biden winning and he won. In 2022, they showed Democrats surging back, and they did. In 2023, Emerson showed Daniel Cameron winning in, in Kentucky, and I wanted to believe it was true, but they were the only one who showed him winning, and Emerson was wrong. The other pollsters were right. Polling averages matter. Don't believe the individual pollsters. Now i got to tell you about Vision Computer. I'm running over time. Vision Computers wants to build you computers. They want to build your laptops and your desktops, PCs. And then they want to be your tech support. So instead of having an IT department, you call Vision Computers, and Vision Computers takes care of you. You can call a phone number and in 15 seconds or less, get them on the phone, get an answer quicker than a Google search. How do I do something on my computer? They'll tell you. If you have a problem, they'll fix it for you. They can remote in in many cases and fix it. They can help you get your printer up and going and, and working with your computer. They can help you get your email set up. They can do that remotely. They can take care of you so you don't have to pay an IT guy. You've got Vision on your side. Get your computer from Vision. you got them on your side. Visioncomputers.com is the website. Or you can call them, 404-COMPUTE. If you call Vision Computers at 404-COMPUTE and say you want the Eric Erickson special, they're going to save you more money. VisionComputers.com or call them 404-COMPUTE. Anywhere nationwide, they can help you. Ask about the Eric Erickson Special. You're not going to see it on the website. Call them at 404-COMPUTE. Ask about the Eric Erickson Special. Save yourself more money and get Vision on your side. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome, it's Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. Wherever you are nationwide, if you're growing your business and you need access to capital, see if they can help you. FirstLibertyGA.com is their contact info. Tell them I sent you, FirstLibertyGA.com. I want to go back to this point on, on the polling. Um, this is why I do like to rely on averages and, and cause myself – to, to mess up when I rely on an individual poll like Emerson in Kentucky, the polling averages have been pretty good, except for the Republican pollsters. Trafalgar really screwed up the polling average in 2022 with its bad polling. But take Virginia. The Virginia Republicans actually did exactly what they set out to do. They won the early Well, they, okay, so they won the early vote by losing it smaller than ever before. The Republicans in Virginia normally lose the early vote by 35%. They lost it by 3.5%. That's insanely good. And then if you want a total perspective, they came within less than 1% of the statewide vote of picking up the House and the Senate in Virginia in a year after brutal redistricting for them. So they actually did very well. Youngkin didn't do what he wanted. He went all in, so he carries the water on this. But they came within a percentage point, less than a percentage point, of all-out victory in Virginia, which Virginia is supposed to be a blue state, and yet they came so close. No, they, they didn't win. They came up short. But they did way better than any prior Republican attempt by going all in on it. Youngkin probably saved them some seats with his popularity and his money. He spent $14 million. The Democrats spent over $25 million. The Democrats outspent. So this is the problem the GOP has to deal with, and I don't know the solution to it. In the realigned parties, the Republican coalition now of white working class voters and, and upper income men, they turn out in presidential years and no other years, which means a Republican can be president but then lose Congress and lose state legislatures. And I don't know how you fix this, particularly when so many of the Republicans are so hostile to the idea of early voting. 
In Virginia, they probably mitigated damage by such an aggressive early voting push. In Georgia, Brian Kemp's team was able to generate the vote for him. But in the rest of the country, the white working class, they vote in presidential years and no other time. you got to figure that out. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.